Now, today is another blessed Sunday. And it's a special Sunday for us. Because right here at the Lion of Judah Cathedral, we are having one of the choicest men of God in this city. Amen. Coming to minister to us. Um, it's part of our convention, as it were, ending today. And um, he's come all the way, he has abandoned his church, he has abandoned his congregation to come and be with us and to minister the word of God to us. Amen. So this morning, we are blessed to have Reverend David Okansi from Harvest Chapel International. Amen. And he is the head and oversees Harvest Chapel International in the central region. Um, he's reading a book, Why Fast and Pray. I think all of us should get copies of the book, Why Fast and Pray. It will be a blessing. Reverend, can we have some in, your, in our bookshop? If it's still in print, yes. Why Fast and Pray. And he, he preaches, he teaches, and he is also into deliverance. Amen. And he's been here in Cape Coast since May 2002, pastoring and building the church. And he has built a beautiful, successful church right here near us. Here. Wow. Hallelujah. And um, we are blessed to have him. He's the fourth of guest speakers we've had in the past week. Um, he's married to his beautiful wife right here, Mrs. Vivian Okansi. And they are blessed with four anointed children. Three boys, one girl. And you may never know what can happen after this program. What a shock. Wow. So what a blessing for us to have him come and minister to us today on a communion Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, with Jesus' joy, let us welcome Reverend David Okansi to bless us. Hallelujah. It's a joy to be here. I thank God for the life of my bishop. I bring greetings from Reverend Fizarodonko, our head and our bishop, our general overseer, Reverend Fizarodonko in Accra, and his family send you their greetings. also want to salute my covenant brother and the family for this honor done us this morning. Hallelujah. It's a joy. I remember very well we came to this place a bit earlier and when we were about to start our 
building were having challenges with the land, the former landowners, and I have to go to the land commission. And in the course of the discussion, this place also started coming up. Reverend Bishop Bequin was there, and some secret came out. So quickly, I came to him. I told him, you have to do A, B, C, D quick before the land commission. Otherwise, they are targeting this place to take it away from you. So we started collaborating because we're fighting the same. They, we were fighting our former landlord, but they were fighting a different group of people. But at least that uh, discussion helped secure this place. And I thank God that I'm part of that revelation. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. I also want to thank God because I believe that I'm in the right church to preach. Because Bishop Dagewon Mose has been one of my mentors for a very long time. I've, I can't remember attending other programs apart from uh, Iron Sharpened Iron since 2003. If I'm in the country and it is Iron Sharpened Iron, I don't miss it. I believe I, almost, I have almost all his books in my bookshelves. Hallelujah. He <laughs> is somebody I follow steadily and carefully and love his ministry. I thank God for his life. Amen. Bishop Jakes, thank you very much. I won't disappoint you. I believe that God will use me to bless us this morning. In Jesus' name. Shall we share a word of prayer? Yehovah, uni mi shefu, atia sifu, nyame neo, uni minya, Let's sing it one more time. Yehovah, Oh, Minha <laughs> 
ready to hear you in Jesus mighty name amen take your seat God bless you oh you can give Jesus a clap I want us all, all of us to just briefly discuss something I call it can kill you tell your neighbor it can kill you this week we'll be talking about the fresh anointing and I believe that all of us here, especially those of us who are partake in this convention from day one to today has been fully anointed. Hallelujah. Yeah. But I'm going to surprise all of us how sometime with anointing, if you're not very careful, you can still die prematurely. How many of you want to be anointed? I'm not saying that don't desire the anointing. You need to desire the anointing. But many people have the anointing and they still die prematurely. And I'm going to expose to all of us one spirit I've discovered in the Bible that can set you up for God to fight you. When you are anointed, it is very difficult for the devil to fight you. The enemy will find it very difficult to fight you. So the enemy sometime realizing that he cannot fight us set us up against god and that brings in mind this scripture in romans chapter 8 verse 31 that says that if god is for us who can be against us so if god is against you then who i pray that after this message god will be for you hallelujah it can kill you let me give you a little historic background about this message. Going to Numbers chapter 21, 21 to 35, you are not going to read all, but just write it down. I know you are a Bible student. Numbers 21, 21 to 35 shows us how the children of God were able to defeat their enemies when they were 
on their journey from the land of failure, Egypt, to the land of promised success. They had many challenges, but if you read this scripture very carefully, they were able to defeat their enemies. And that tells me and convinced me that it is because they were anointed. That's why their enemies could not withstand them. May you receive an anointing that the enemy cannot withstand. I say receive an anointing that your enemy cannot withstand. Hallelujah. Then coming back to Numbers chapter 22, 1 to 40, show us how in the course of their journey, they came to a point where a particular king called Barak became threatened, was afraid because he heard the news about the children of God and how they've defeated great kingdoms and they were advancing towards their promised land. I see somebody advancing to me towards your promise. I don't know the promise God gave you this week, but I see you advancing towards your promise. So they were coming and they were they were defeating and they were winning victories. Victories. 2017, God will give you more victory. I said 2017, God will give you victories. So when this king heard that the people were coming, getting closer to his door, he invited another man of God called Balaam. And he said, look, I've heard about Lighthouse Chapel, Cape Coast. I've heard about the advancement they are making. I've heard about the progress they are making. If you don't do something, if they get closer, they will take over. So please do something. And one of the things that you can do for me is to just curse them. When you curse them, they will be weakened so that I can defeat them. I pray, anybody under the sound of my voice, with a curse to weaken you, may God revoke the curse. May God revoke the curse. Any curse from the cup of your father, your mother, your relatives that has weakened you, may God revoke it. So curses can make you weak. He said, come and curse them for me. And the man of God was warned by God not to go. Finally, God said, go. But on his way, God warned him, you can't curse these people. Why? Because the anointing is upon them and they were blessed. And you know what happened? When the man went, whenever the evil authors were built and curses were pronounced instead of the curse pronounced the man ended up pronouncing blessing why because God knew that the oil is upon the man and if he allowed him to curse it shall come to pass so what he was doing is that anytime at all you open his mouth God will put blessing into his mouth may your enemies begin to pronounce blessing Anybody who wants to curse you, I command them to pronounce blessing. This 2017, instead of a curse, you receive blessing. Your amen is not encouraging at all. I say, instead of curse, you receive blessing. Anybody who qualifies to curse you, God will change the curse in his mouth into a blessing. So Balaam could not curse. They tried on many occasions, he could not curse. Barak became annoyed. Why are you not cursing the people? So I can't just curse them. Because anytime I open my mouth to curse, the curse turns into blessing. 
and that is going to be the portion of somebody listening to me this morning so these are the people of god that god because of the anointing has covered them so much protect them so that nobody could curse them in numbers chapter 20 uh, two then these same people that the enemy want them destroyed and could not anointed because of the word of god anointed because god blessed them in first corinthians chapter 10 can we have that so that we start reading first corinthians chapter 10 from verse 1 to 13 these same people that god prevented from being cursed prevented from being killed prematurely bible say the same god killed 23,000 of them in a single day what happened whenever the enemy thinks that he cannot fight you he has a way to set you up against god i pray that after this week of anointing you will not allow the enemy to set you up so that your enemy will no longer be the devil but god if god is fighting you are in trouble <laughs> if any time at all you realize that your your battle is god himself <laughs> and you, need, you need repentance hallelujah now look at it moreover brethren i will not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the crowd and all passed through the sea and were all baptized into moses in the crowd and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink for the drunk of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ but with many of them God was God was not well pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness I pray that in the course of this journey to 2018 you will not be overthrown in the course of your journey Say, I will end the year well. Now, these things were our examples to the intent we should not last after evil things as they also lasted. I will come back to this scripture. It will blow your mind. Hey, neither be ye adulterous as were some of them as it is written. The people sat down to eat, drink, and rose up to pray neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day three and twenty thousand neither let us tempt christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents okay now before i come back to this scripture let me give you one some few areas where even after this convention, we can attract anointing. Because the fresh oil must not cease after seven days of program. We need it every day. Hallelujah. Amen. These are the few things the Holy Spirit has laid on my heart. The ways we can attract anointing before coming to this scripture. One, reading the Bible daily 
quiet time, studying the word. If you are a lighthouse member, you don't do quiet time, then you don't deserve to be in this church. Because the Archbishop, son, Dagger Mills, Bishop Dagger Mills, will always emphasize on what? Quiet time. His, I subscribe to his quiet time every, every morning on my phone. Apart from the book one that I use, every morning I read his quiet time. So if you are in this church, you don't do quiet time. You are missing something. And quiet time, reading the Bible, attracts some amount of oil into your life. You are not saying amen because you don't like reading the Bible. It's reading the, I mean, committing the fresh oil comes by reading the Bible every morning. Let me tell you, in the aquatic world, there are some books. Some of those of you who have relatives or fathers or mothers or aunties and uncles who belong to aquatic, there are some books they don't expose it for them for you to read. When you read, you are not strong. You can be possessed. There's a spirit behind the Bible called the Holy Spirit. And when we're talking about the fresh oil, it is not any other thing, but the oil is the Holy Spirit. So when you read the word of God, the Holy Spirit come upon you. That is another way you can have fresh oil every morning. So don't escape the day without reading the word. Hallelujah. Number two, prayer is another means of attracting the fresh oil. In bring the Holy Spirit into your life. Luke chapter 3, 21 and 22. When Jesus had the prayer after baptism, Bible said the heaven opened and the Holy Ghost came upon him. You need the Holy Spirit to come upon you. So prayer brings oil. Number three, baptism brings oil. If you are in this church, you have not gone through the classes for you to be baptized, make sure you are committed so that the bishop will baptize you. It also carries some oil. Hallelujah. Number four, the Lord's Supper. This is we are about to eat. Some of you are in the house. You don't partake in the Lord's Supper. You don't want to remember the death of Christ. It carries its amount of oil. When you eat the Lord's Supper, there's oil that comes with it. You just had a testimony. Many of you take the communion and there are some sickness, blood-related sickness and other things will instantly be healed. As a result of the communion, the blood and the body of Christ. So it brings an amount of what? Oil. Say oil. oil. Say amia. Uh-huh. When you say it that way in the air, like we're very strong and powerful. I used to have a mate like that. That's how we name it. Amia. Oil. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Lord's Supper. Now, number five. Coming to church and participating in activities in the church. Gives you an amount of oil. You see, those who really come are quiet. If you don't, you see, you may take it for granted, but going to rehearsals, going to all those things, this most, most, more thing, they gather oil into your life. You see, whenever God realizes that you are very active in His house, let me tell you one thing. I believe that God has a, an eye called the eyes of jealousy. That eye of jealousy is upon people who are in the house and are committed to the activities of the house. Those people will never die prematurely. Because they have a duty to perform and God will always protect his own. 
so that they will have more years to perform his duty. Some of you, we don't know whether you are members of Lighthouse or not. You come occasionally. May God change that occasional to regularity. Let the eyes of God begin to focus on you. You must be part of every activity in the house. And it also brings what? Oil. Say, Amia. <laughs> the Lord's Supper, coming to church activities, going to rehearsals, praise and worship. When we are worshiping God, when we are praising God, it brings oil. Giving of offering brings oil. Sowing of seed brings oil. I didn't hear you say amen. I said sowing of seed brings oil. Sacrifice brings oil. Many of you have never sacrificed before. But one of the things that can bring oil over life is when you sacrifice. Sacrifice. It brings power. That is not the topic. But maybe another time when opportunity comes. It brings power. It invokes power. Why is our brethren in Islam? Why are they still striving? People are not only sacrificing money. But people have lined up their children to die. For what they believe. So it gives them power. It's a principle. It is in the Bible. When a king realized he was losing battle, he took his first son. And, and sacrificed him. And God turned against his own people. An unbeliever made the sacrifice and God turned against his own people. So anytime at all your sacrifice cannot equate that of the enemy, you'll be defeated. Some of you, all you need are to do a sacrifice that is more than what your enemies has done. If your enemies have, for instance, planted 5,000 Ghana cities to kill you and you are given 2,000 Ghana cities, you are always under them. You must do something greater than what they have done to release greater power. Say power. May not believe me. I'm into deliverance, and almost every week I do one deliverance in my church. And some of these things are real. When men of God mount the pulpit and they are led by the Holy Spirit, say, Give this an amount, and you are led, you can do it, do it. Because maybe that is how God is going to deliver you. Some of you have been in perpetual challenges that continue. You have done everything, you've so seed, you've done everything, it's not working. Maybe do sacrifice, do something beyond your strength that will provoke God to appear in the scene. May your sacrifice make God appear. Sacrifice. The last thing, example for today, before I move to the main scripture, I said, serving the man of God faithfully, bring oil. Serving the man of God faithfully. You can give example like Moses and Joshua. They are oil after Moses left the scene. Joshua took over. You can give an example of Elijah and Elisha. Paul and Timothy. Jesus Christ and his faithful uh, disciples. Because they served him faithfully. The oil came upon them. What are you doing? Do you serve the man of God? You must serve the man of God faithfully. I remember at Dominion University, every Thursday, we joined Bishop James Sa for Jericho Hour those days, 2000. And most of our mates, you see, the Bible students are practical ground to go and pray. And we have to pray and make sure the ground is clear before Bishop James Sa takes over or Archbishop Bishop Dankamulia comes to take over. And some of our mates, They'll be hiding, doing some things. Immediately see 
Bishop Jim Sam or Archbishop coming, then they want to struggle for a microphone. But some of us, even if it's two people over there, we start because they said we should start around this time. We'll take the microphone, and even the sound was they will, because we are not the main people, the sound is low, and you have to shout. Ah, no wonder my voice is big like this. Hallelujah. I always say this thing. Before I married my wife, we were courting, and the mother came to Jericho Hour one Thursday because I've been to their house, introduced myself, and it saw me. You see, I'm, now I'm big. Those days, you can just imagine. And I was behind the microphone, and I was making... Then when she went home, told my wife to be at that time, that, hey, I'm an amount who has a concern. Hallelujah. Because the voice, we have to shout and make sure the cloud is big. And you have to pray for people to hear. But the people at the technical team, they will not open the voice. Hey! Technical team! But, but not the technical team here. Hallelujah. So learn to serve the, the man of God. Serve him faithfully. Don't serve him hypocritically. Some of you are just waiting. When you, you see uh, Bishop James coming, uh, Jake coming, then you want to sing. Or when they say, oh, he's travel, you don't go to choir rehearsal. You don't sing with the choir. You don't come to prayer meeting. You don't do many things. You are waiting for him to come. Hey! Am I preaching? Can I preach? Hallelujah! So all these activities and more bring an anointing into the life of a servant of God. You can attract anointing through these various means. When the, you serve the man of God and faithfully in one day, he just pronounced a word upon your life. Go ahead. I asked Isaac and his own family. Isaac had properties. He could have just said that, hey, take my house in Green Hill. Take the one in Ankafo. But he's just pronounced words of grace. Upon the life of his children, that transformed the life of Jacob. He saw when he came and they said the blessing is finished. The way he cried. That's another, another message. How you can attract the blessing. That's another message. I won't go into it. Let me finish with this one. Why many of us, although we are anointed, but we are killed prematurely. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Let's go to verse 1. Now look at it. Let's start from the verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Makatayaba. Oh Jesus. Help me, Lord. He said, Moreover, brethren, people in lighthouse, I will not that ye should be ignorant. These words I'm about to release through the power of the Holy Spirit. Do not be ignorant after this message. It means that wake up, wise up, do something different. Don't be ignorant. Don't say after today that I don't know. I'm about to cure an ignorance in your life. How that all fathers, fathers, were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. He's talking about baptism. They were through the sea. Whilst they followed Moses from the land of Egypt, they were following him. And were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. So that's one of the ways 
God baptized or released some anointing over the children of Israel by first taking them to the sea, baptizing them. And did all eat the same spiritual meat. We are about to eat spiritual food right now. Communion. I told you it attracts an anointing. Bible says, and they all ate. So, the writer was expecting that because they went through baptism and they took communion, they should know the writer. But they were ignorant. But thank God, you and I will not be ignorant. And did eat, I said, and did all drink. Ah, am I safe? Yes. Eat the same spiritual meat. Let's go. And did all drink the same spiritual drink for the drink of that spiritual role that follow them. And that rock was Christ. What are we about to take? You know the body and the blood of Jesus? In the olden days, that is how they took it. So they were communicants or they, they take communion or they go to the Lord's Supper. And did, but with many of them, God was not pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness. That's where the word kill come. Let's go six. Now, these things were our examples to the intent we should not last after evil things as they did also what? Lasted. So one of the mistakes the people who were anointed did was to last. Today, you see a lot of youth who are crying for the anointing but cannot control their last. We misinterpret love. Oh no, last for love. Now you, you cannot be sure. If you are a beautiful girl and, and another boy comes around or young man or lady comes and says, I love you. You don't know whether it's last or love. May God give you the grace so that you will know whether that person is talking about love or last. Bible said they lasted. <clears throat> and he said, we should not last after evil things as they also lasted. Evil things. That will not allow me to go. This is a whole teaching is I'm writing a book on this one day. Hmm. They lasted after evil things. Number two, verse seven. So one of the things that will kill the anointing is when you begin to last after evil things. There are young men today who are into the internet doing sakawa is an evil act. Your last man will be there. The reason why you are still doing all those wrong things. Is to get things to please men. Evil, evil. Bible says stop lasting after those things. Neither be ye adulterous. People are worshipping idols today. Indirectly or, indir- or directly. There are some people. This beautiful gathering. They are not here. Because they have something more important. Than coming to the presence of God. Forgotten that. Anything that takes the place of God. In your life has become an idol. Some of you can pile up all your dirty clothes. The only time you worship or wash them is when church is going on. So while we are praising and worshiping God, you are also praising and worshiping your clothes. Hey, say mercy Lord. Say mercy Lord. Some of you have taken another appointment on Sunday morning to make more money. You will not come to Tuesdays and whatever days, evening meetings because you have to stay extra to make more money. 
let me tell you, one of the ways the enemy is controlling advanced countries, our brothers and sisters, the blacks over there, is by giving them more opportunity. They will say, do overtime and make more money. But if you calculate it well, you run your Sunday and your, your Saturday and the Sunday that they took away from you, they will buy another way, take away everything through tax. But people are ignorant, so they don't know. Thinking that they are making extra money by not going to church. Call that brother or uncle of you in abroad and tell him that stop Sunday working, stop Saturday working, and relax and go to God. Hallelujah. They were last night at evil. They became adulterers. They are worshipping idols. Some of your boyfriends have become your idol. You are about to dress up. You almost dress up. You are about to go out for a meeting. And this guy came and used the word honey. So where are you going? Say, I'm going to an evening meeting. Say, look. I want to take you to one of the best restaurants and eat some chicken. Chicken. And you choose chicken and you rejected God. May God have mercy upon you today. For taking, making chicken or goat meats replace God in your life. Idol worship. They worship idol. And God became angry. They were anointed, but they were worshipping idol. Number, verse 9. Another thing they did was to tempt God. Other verses say they tried God. You see, whenever you, let me put it this way. It is the higher who always have to test the lower. You don't go to school to write a uh, to examine your lecturer. Are you understanding me? I remember in Bible school, anytime at all, there's a particular lecturer. When he comes, and we are, there are some people who believe that because they are anointed before they came to Bible school, try to argue. You say, if you know it, go out of my class. When we finish, you can come. Yeah. Yeah. You are here to learn. And if you think what I'm teaching you, you know it already, please excuse us. So that those who don't know, learn. Many of us want to go to write an examination for us. The children of God tried God. They tested God. They gave God an examination to write. And many of us, that is how we live our life. He said, neither let them tempt Christ. As some of them tempted and were destroyed of serpent. So anytime at all you, do, you try to tempt somebody who is higher than you, there's a serpent ready to bite you. And many of us have been beaten by serpents because those who oversees us, we try them. You try them. You look at Bishop J, you look at his size, you look at, so no, I'm TikTok, let me try him. There's a spiritual serpent that God has put around him. If you try him because he's higher than you, that serpent will bite you. That is why, we, whether you're anointed or not, because you are not doing the right thing, there's a serpent waiting to bite you. So it can kill you. Say it can kill you. Even with anointing, if you try God by trying to test him, see the destroyer coming up. Any time at all you don't pay your tithes, God releases the destroyer. And number two, when you mama, you are in the church, and all you do is to mama, 
eh, they should have done that, they should have done this. this. You are doing that. God Himself will release what? A destroyer. That destroyer has the ability, with God's permission, to destroy you. Why is your business not going up? Because God has released a destroyer because you are not paying your tithes. But as you pay your tithes, God will fight the destroyer and the devourer. There are two enemies. And this is the second time God released this enemy or come into agreement. You be, if you don't believe in tithe, then you can't believe you can't belong to this church. Because tithe is part of the principles that God wants to use to enrich and financially empower his children to do his work. So if you are not doing it, God will be angry with you and he will employ the destroyer and the devourer to destroy you. Another thing is that when you are in the house of God and you decide not to, to, to cooperate but to mama. Everything you complain about, you are provoking God to release the destroyer. Say mercy. You come to church. Sir, you see, what is all this thing they put somebody in a box? You don't understand. And and all these balloons hanging in the air, what is the meaning? They should have hung something different. Why is the choir singing and some people wearing white, some wear red? You are always full of complaining and murmuring. You are inviting a destroyer into your life. May God deliver you from every destroyer. Yeah. And there are people who don't contribute to mama. They are the same people who don't give, but they will complain about everything. This color, why light as well this color? Huh? I mean, I don't like these colors at all. If we have to consult everybody before we paint this house, you know, I don't know how, how many colors we use. Even rainbow, deep blue, black, yellow. While somebody is painting black, hey, green, deep green. <laughs> somebody, even somebody who can say this deep green is not qualified. And there are people like that in the house, anointed people, but they complain, they murmur. And God is saying that if you are a murmurer, He will destroy you. Move to the next one. Now, all these things happened unto them for example, and they were written for our admonition upon whom the end of the world are come. Now, let me tell you one of the things they did also, which I want to emphasize on. Sexual sin. Bible says, and they rose up and played. They lasted. Let's go back to that scripture. They lasted. There are many people today who desire anointing. They get anointing all right. But what happened? After the anointing, sexual perfection takes anointing away. And the spirit behind this sexual perfection is called the spirit of peril. Say peril. P-E-R-P-E-O-R. That's the spirit behind. That's the spirit that set up the anointed children of God who were coming from failure to promise. Bible say on a single day God killed how many of them? 23,000. Not only because they mama and complain, 
but some of them decided to engage in sexual activity there are many of us today sitting under the sound of my voice i want to take my time here so this one can sink down into your spirit because you claim you are a virgin meanwhile you still do some sexual perversions you are into pornography you are into lesbian you are into sodomy you do all these things and you come to the house of God do you know you are provoking God to kill you that's why the title of my message it can kill you when you do these things it is no longer the devil who fights you that's why I started the example that the children of God when they were coming they were anointed they were, they were having victories so what happened after Bar- Balaam could not curse them, the Midianites said, no. These people, if we cannot curse them, cannot fight them, let's find a way that God will fight them for us. So when God invited Moses for the Ten Commandments, they thought Moses has kept too long. And they press, pressurized uh, Aaron, take, took their rings, whatever gold, and build an altar called Bar. Another word for that peril is Bar peril. And then over there, they started misbehaving sexually. And when God came to the scene, he was so angry. His own people that he prevented from being destroyed by the enemy. Now God turned and one day, just one day, he killed 23,000 of them. You think God can take 23,000 of his people? He cannot take you alone? You you put the dark lighthouse member on you. And you are jumping around from one man to the other. Jumping from one girl to the other. You are in this church because a girl you are targeting to sleep with. That is why you are in church. You didn't come to serve Christ. You have come with the spirit of peril to destroy, to bring the anger of God into the house. Many of you, your attitude and your behavior has invited the anger of God over the church. After prayer meeting, you go and sleep with a girl you are not married to. With a man you are not married to. You are, you are sexually corrupt. And the anger of God is coming upon the church because of our behavior. The spirit of peril has set you up against the anointing that you have. Am I speaking? It is no longer the devil that is fighting the church, but God, because the children of God has allowed peril, the spirit of peril, to take over the church. 23,000, he killed them. I said, it can what? Kill you. They were anointed. But because they didn't follow the principles, they had sex. Outside marriage. Sex in marriage is good. Better and the best. But in it sexual activity outside marriage. So, so the other day, Bishop, when I came to South Africa, that two weeks I spent, I used to have a daughter. I came back and this daughter called me crying. What is your problem? Somebody has come to break her virginity. I said, the person has killed you. 
So two weeks from this country, you couldn't hold yourself. And many of us seated with the, these angelic faces. God knows what you have done this morning before coming. You are in the church, still masturbating. I caught up with a girl here in Cape Coast. Thank God now she's married. I took her to deliverance. She could masturbate till she sees blood before she would stop. She could use ladder. The one she used to fetch soup on herself. That's how far the enemy has advanced her course. You are a man. You can't go to the, to the washroom alone. You can't sleep alone. You have been masturbating. You are provoking God's anger. If God, God is like this thing we're written for our examples. I don't care what anointing you have this week, but I'm saying that you can still die with that anointing prematurely because of your attitude and your behavior. If you cannot live a holy life and a pure life, in, you are invoking God's anger over you. You can't be following somebody's husband and call yourself a lighthouse member. And some of you, you are dressed in case item. Your hairdo was somebody's children's school fees that their husband gave to you. Am I preaching? Can I preach? I say your hairdo is a case hairdo. Because the money you got for that hairdo was taken from somebody's home. That husband is supposed to pay his children's school fees. He gave you that money. The husband and the children are suffering and you have a hairdo. That hairdo is, is curse. The woman said, mm, curse come upon you. And even that woman don't fight you, God Himself will fight you. Spirit of peril. Do you know the meaning of peril? The meaning is opening. Say opening. It means that when you allow that spirit to have sexual encounter with you, you open your life up for other demonic forces to come into your life. By masturbating, by watching pornography, by sleeping with somebody you are not married with, by kissing and caressing people you are not married to, by, excuse me, to the fingering a lady, you are allowing, it's like taking the key of your life and place it into the hand of the devil and say, I've opened up my life, take anything away from my life. So we can anoint people, Bishop. We anoint them, but we don't see them. Effect because outside anointing, they give the key back to the devil. It means opening, you open your life up, and that devil will come into your life. So, something that you could have taken in a day, it took you a year, you didn't recognize it. Sexual sin is one of the greatest tools the devil is using today. To destroy us, although we are anointed, God Himself fights us and prematurely we die. 
you must watch against this spirit called peril. It is the same spirit through the Midianite women. They set up the anointed children of God up and God himself who prevented them from being cursed whether generational curse, whether evil covenant, whether Jesus or whatever, they could not because when the man opened his mouth, God would put blessing. But this time it's not man. It is God himself who is killing his children. Who is killing you? Who is killing your ministry? You want to become like Bishop Jake and you cannot control your passion. Some of you, your Christianity starts from your head up to this level. From this level, the devil can take it. we shouldn't be ignorant of these things because it is through them that God fought his own people what are we doing to ourselves after the shouting after the worship after all the jumping around after the oil you go back and hand over the key of your life through sexual activity from today any man or any girl that you are not married to when you seek says coming, Bible say in First Corinthians chapter six verse eighteen. He didn't say pray. He didn't say fast. He said what? Flee. Do you know the meaning of flee? Let me give you my own definition of flee: running and flying. If you think I'm lying, go to the book of the First Samuel, Joseph. When Joseph's, after all the resistance, seemed peril, entry into Potiphar's wife. You see, any time at all from this meeting, you see another girl begin to look so nice and attractive, or another man see peril entering into that person, trying to take away the oil that you have fasted twenty one days, pray and God, tell that spirit of peril, peril. The other day Jesus saw the devil behind, behind what? Peter. And he didn't say Peter. He said, devil, get behind me. Maybe in a nice way you don't want to offend the person. Spirit of peril. <laughs> Leave me alone. If he's not living alone, use the method, the principle of Joseph. Joseph said, eh? This spirit does not understand tongues, so... He does not understand I cast you out. The only language this spirit understands is running and flying. <laughs> Hallelujah! You see, jo- Joseph had two things in life. He had a dream and he has a dress. Joseph said, look, the dream is more important than the dress. So even if the woman holds my dress, I lose it. I give it to him. Her. Do you know that many people today, because of dressing, they bow down to have sex with people. I want to change my dress. I can't continue to wear this dress, especially ladies. I wear it last week, last two weeks, three days ago. Your dress? You want to keep your dress? First, I almost say first Matthew. 
<laughs> Man of God, anoint me. Matthew chapter 6 from 19. You see, he said the worldly things, it gives you things that will destroy them. If you have money, they go, they will rust, they close, they will, I mean, they will get rotten. But something is more important than this thing. Joseph said, no. Although I, Matthew has not been written, but I know if I keep my dress, I will lose my kinship. So he let go the dress. Some of them, when we became born again, we dressed into the point that I, 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 I have a nice trouser. I used to wear, not it was women trousers. I didn't know the difference between the flap, you know. Ah, today I know. <laughs> and I have this particular dress I love with my shiny mirror. Because I don't have money to buy uh, polish. You have those, who have the shiny mirror shoes. When you put some wet towel around it, it shines. This is the best trouser I'll be wearing after selling polythene back at Tema Station and saving to buy that trouser in Accra. Then I go to church. One day, somebody, they were arguing about the trousers. <laughs> somebody said, Hey, Madia. It's for women. So, no, hey, Madia. So after argument for some time, they gathered the carriage to approach me. They said, David, I was not even a pastor, but I said, ah, this is your trousers. <laughs> is it for women or for men? <laughs> hey! I said, hey! What a shock! I said, what a shock! This trousers. So me, I was going about my business. People were thinking about my trousers. I said, which one is women and which one is men? Is it not trousers? They said, no. If the flap is on the right, it's for women. Then I look at the thing. I say, hey. Hey. God have mercy. How do I carry this trousers next week to church? People are now checking. They are now checking it. You can just imagine. What is happening? So some of you, your problem is that you are so conscious about what you wear, what you put on. So to the sense that you can sacrifice and open up your life for speed of pearl to enter and take away your blessing. To the sense that God through peril can set you up and kill you. What? How many times have you come to church and somebody drove you out at you? Why are you repeating your dress? Or why are you repeating your shoe? No. It can happen. So Joseph said, no, no. Is it dress? Let this woman take the dress. At least I have something he cannot take. The dream. I had a dream before landing here. The dream is that I'll become a prime minister. And I see Peril try to set me up against God. So that God will be angry with me, Joseph. So that the dream I have. That my father and my mother will bow. That my brothers will bow. That I'll become great. That dream will be stolen. Manos me. Peril out. From today, if you can run away from that peril, if you can let go your dress and hold on to your dream, today you may be crying for a shoe. We went to sing in this man's church, Godikise's church, Bishop Godikise in Tema. I had a singing group those days. And doing the praises, I danced. I forgot my shoe has opened its mouth. I was dancing, dancing, dancing. When they finished the praise, I stopped like this. I saw the shoe like this. 
They show her tongues and everything. Just that we were struggling to even wear Bruniwawo. The first time I bought pants, I wear it naked without anything. And I, I was, it was a green pant, very green. After selling politics back for months to buy it, I was opportune. Let me say that. Maybe that doesn't happen that way. It won't help. To educate myself, one to form five. As a day student, I have to always go and sell and get my school fees to go and pay. I sold politics back. I stood on the sun till my natural color, this color you are seeing today, became black and red. You think you are the only person who is going through suffering. But we saw a dream. I had a dream. So the dresses and the shoes and those things were not my target. How I can pray. How I can be on the field alone and pray for hours. How I will read books that I borrow from people and gather money and buy book and read. That was the target. Today if I'm here, it is not because I am from a rich family, but God Give me a vision and I head on to that vision. One day I went to Tema and I saw one of my teachers and I parked and I picked her and her friend. She said, David O'Kansi, are you the one? I said, yes. Mommy, she started screaming in the car. This boy, this boy, what bread papa? This boy, what bread papa Tema? One only no tema. What bread papa? Hey, una uchike. Yeah, Some of you, your testimony is bad. You want everything like the drive and pick whatever. We don't have much in Ghana. Drive through. Pa. Hey. Get that anointing and hold on to your dream. Don't let the spirit of peril set you up. You are a very good prayer warrior. Then they will plant one lady in the prayer warrior team with the spirit of peril to set you up against God. So some of you, the battle you are fighting now, it is not the devil. So you are casting devil that the devil cannot be cast out because it is God himself that is fighting you because the devil just set you up. Because the devil succeeded in setting up the Israelites. You can be anointed choir, but if the Spirit of peril, rather than I cannot curse the Christes. I cannot do them anything. When they throw two it bounce back. When they throw arrow, it bounce back. Ah, they say, what can we do to this girl? Then all of a sudden, you are in the fix financially. And then one allergy just packed the car by you. He said, look, lady, beautiful girl, why are you walking on the sand? Come on, get him. Get him, eh? I said, get him. So what is wrong? Are you sick? He said, no. What is wrong? I can't tell. Then he started crying. He said, look. Just pick a check. 